Well, hello there and welcome to episode 55 of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis, certified bourbon steward from the Stave and Thief Society and Maker's Mark Ambassador. Thanks for tuning in to episode 55. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. appreciate it thank you thank you so much i appreciate that and thanks for tuning in to episode 55 and i want to thank ken too by the way for joining me on our last episode on episode 54 we did a two-parter uh, back on wednesday night we did a two-parter so thanks to ken for joining me sometimes i get tired of doing these podcasts all by myself so i appreciate him having the opportunity to join me and I get like I said tired of uh, doing these things by myself so it's nice to have a partner tag team partner here so thanks to Ken for that and some things I want to kind of talk about too from that podcast is uh, Ken actually has his own blog by the way he actually is a published author he has written three books and you can go check his uh, blog out on what his specific titles are for that and if you go to kensbar.org, you know, it's funny because I had a conversation after the podcast with Ken about his uh, blog on whiskey. It's a whiskey blog and it's called Ken's Bar and you can find it at kensbar.org. And funny conversation I had with Ken was, I said, uh, was it a .com? He said, no, I think, I can't remember how much the .coms are, but I guess apparently they're pretty expensive. So it ended up being a .org. I guess it was uh, less money. So kensbar.org and Ken actually will write about, because if you remember, we were trying uh, some American single malt and it was a blind tasting for me because I went in blind, not knowing what Ken actually had in the brown paper bag. And it was definitely a, a premium beverage, a premium whiskey. And what it was for those that might've missed the podcast, on Wednesday night, our one-year anniversary show, we did uh, episode 54, we did a two-parter. And part of it was doing a, I did a blind, uh, it was a blind taste for me, and it was, and Ken writes about it on uh, kensbar.org, and he has a picture of his bar on there, and he writes about what it was as Westward uh, American single malt. And this was the stout cask. And this was fantastic. It runs you about $90 a bottle, and it was fantastic. And I highly recommend if you can find it. Uh, my knowledge is that you have to actually order it online to get it. And so I would definitely recommend order it. And it was fantastic. It's actually American Single Malt Stout Cask. And it is out of Westward Whiskey, Portland, Oregon. I know this podcast has a number of listeners in the Portland area and uh, throughout various uh, places in the state of Oregon. So thank you, uh, listeners everywhere and Oregon included. And thank you to all the listeners. I really appreciate that. You know, I feel we're a whiskey family. We have, like I said, a number of countries and we're in a number of cities. And I uh, say so thank you to my international and domestic family. I look at us as... Uh, family and we can just sit around kind of like the campfire or living rooms across the world around the world and just kind of share things about whiskey and, and I really enjoy having the uh, opportunity uh, in which to uh, do so so I'm very grateful and uh, very thankful for having that 
that opportunity. I think that's uh, that's that's great. So I appreciate uh, that opportunity. And Ken writes about the American single malt stout cask Westward Whiskey out of Portland. And uh, so please go to kensbar.org. It's fantastic. He actually has a picture uh, on his homepage. He actually has Ken's bar. He has a picture. I can see the Uncle Nearest 1884 that I brought over one time for a tasting to Ken's uh, house. And a uh, great picture of his bar. And one time we were doing a podcast and we were going through Bushmills Irish whiskey. And uh, we were doing, it was a blind tasting. Kind of like when we do that, where there's times Ken goes in blind and times I go in blind on these tastings. And, and everybody's finding out for the first time what we think about these uh, beverages, these whiskeys, uh, not until the podcast because we go in blind to these things. So it's kind of fun to do those. And black. Uh, late, uh, it was actually the Black Bush uh, from Bushmills, I should say. So I see now he does have Black Label uh, from Johnny Walker as well. You can see in the picture, but he's actually got Bushmills Black Bush because on that tasting, I liked the Red Bush out of because that Irish whiskey is made in the bourbon casks, and I'm you know I'm a fan of bourbon, so naturally I would like that one. And uh, the Sherry casks Oloroso. Uh, as the same would go, Oloroso, um, sherry casks and all those good things. And so that's where they have the sherry casks. Bushmills uses that for their black bush. And the black bush was, I, you know, I was more a fan of the red bush. And so Ken ended up liking that way better. And so I just let him take it home. So it ended up being a win-win for him. So that sounded good. And of course, one of my personal favorites, the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select. I love that stuff with my black tea, iced black tea. Perfect summertime refreshment beverage. I love the black tea. Two scoops of honey with uh, some Jack Daniels. Love that black tea with two scoops of honey and Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select. What about a shot in there? Oh, that's fantastic. You don't want it overpowering. We don't want just that that taste too and it's really good you get that good mix of those flavors and it's just a fantastic summer uh, beverage as well and he's got a picture of the westward there it is the westward he's got american single malt stout cask and that stuff was fantastic i love that stuff and actually if you go to if you actually go to westwardwhiskey.com you can actually order it online and they do ship to idaho is my understanding they do have a list of states that they can't or, uh, or they won't be able to ship to, so you can check them out their homepage. But uh, Westward Whiskey, and you could go there, and uh, I think it's it's uh, westwardwhiskey.com is fantastic, and uh, they are wonderful. Westward American Single Malt Stout uh, Cask is tremendous, and actually, by the way, they have if you um, their particular product too, they actually have won awards. And I know if you actually go to their uh, Westward American Single Malt Stout Cask, if you go to that online, the thing is wonderful too. And they have actually won, they've actually won a uh, gold medal, that particular brand, the uh, Westward American Single Malt Stout Cask actually won in 2020 that won gold at the very prestigious San Francisco World Spirits Competition. So that's creme de la creme. That's fantastic uh, what they have won there. And it's kind of like I said before, it's like uh, going to the Oscars and winning winning an Oscar and something. So San Francisco World Spirits Competition 2020 gold, gold 
they won the gold there. So congratulations to them. Right now, if you go online too, by the way, the Westward American Single Malt Stout Cask, I talk about that because that's what we were trying on the podcast. And I went into that blind tasting. It was fantastic. It'll run you $90 a bottle. And right now there, they are offering a sale, looks like right now, from what I'm seeing, $82.95. So $82.95. So it looks like they're putting a sale on that right now. And they have some wonderful other titles uh, as well that they have. And I'm going to let you go online and kind of read about everything that they have. But the single American single malt stout cask is, uh, cask is fantastic. Interestingly enough, talking to Ken uh, afterwards, after the podcast was over, we were, he was mentioning to me that I believe he had the opportunity to uh, chat with the CEO, actually, of Westward uh, Whiskey. And he was actually able to uh, chat with them, and I thought that's that's fantastic. So uh, Westward uh, Whiskey, he was actually able to uh, talk with CEO, best of my knowledge. And I can't remember if it was where exactly, where in Oregon he was chatting with them or the communication somehow. But uh, Ken did take a trip out there and had a, a friend that he met, and he was actually talking to the CEO and I said afterwards, I said, Ken, this is kind of like the talk that we talk about after the podcast, what the audience uh, doesn't really hear. And I said, you know, that, Ken, that would be great. So maybe like if you're in our conversation right now after the podcast, and I said, Ken, that'd be fantastic. We can get him uh, into uh, our, you know, <laughs> my studio here for a Whiskey Wonder podcast interview. But we know the CEOs are very busy, and so I, I, I would take a, if there's any representative of Westward Whiskey that can join the podcast or some type of communication, and I ask Ken if he can maybe pull some strings or see what the deal is or situation. Maybe we can get somebody or a rep uh, from Westward uh, on the uh, podcast. That would be fantastic. Or get communication with us, and we can share with everybody as part of the conversation. Here's what they said. and and uh, communicate it to us here at the Whiskey Winter Podcast. So if we can get that happening, that would be fantastic. I'd really appreciate that. Uh, for those of us uh, at the Whiskey Winter Podcast, which is basically the three of us, me, myself, and I, and of course, when uh, Ken shows as well. So we're looking forward to uh, having an opportunity maybe to talk with some of the reps, if not the CEO of Westward uh, Whiskey. So fantastic, American Single Malt. And basically, you know, when you talk about single malt, and I don't want to get too technical in the terminology, but the singles, I've explained to others before, it can sound confusing. Well, it's different than single grain and single malt and all these things. And I think I've talked about that before in other, other podcasts, past podcasts. But the single here, single malt means basically the only thing you're getting is basically uh, water, yeast, and, and malted barley. I mean, that's it. You're getting malted barley. And so, uh, very fantastic. And I wanted uh, for quite a while, so I thank Ken again. I really wanted a long time to be able to try an American single malt. And I know I've, I've tried a number of uh, single malt scotches. And of course, you know, that's, you know, that's made obviously Scotland. Uh, single malt scotch has to be produced uh, from the country of Scotland. And uh, I know, like I said, one of my personal favorites, Glen Levitt 12. Love the Glen Levitt 12. And that is a fantastic uh, scotch. Really love that stuff. So uh, go ahead and look them up, and they'll let you know if you can uh, get it, depending on what state or wherever you live, uh, if they can ship to you or not. So highly recommend it. And if you're looking, f and don't forget um, to Ken's Bar, 
org and Ken writes about, he has a blog and he actually talks about it as well. And uh, he gets into detail about uh, Westward. So what we were trying the other night on the podcast. So hopefully give you some ideas as we are getting close to the 4th of July. We're getting close to the 4th of July and this, I guess you'd say the 4th of July weekend. And so I get updates and I get a lot of articles and, and stuff I'm reading and I'm, I'm always getting whiskey things on my phone. I'm always getting things that uh, I like to read about. And one of the things too, I want to share with you is it's getting close to the start of the weekend. Maybe some of the start of the weekend already as I do this podcast on a Friday afternoon. This is a, an article from InsideHook.com. I won't have time, obviously, to go through the whole thing, but no pun intended to wet your whistle. Maybe I'll give you some ideas of what to be drinking for 4th of July weekend if you're looking for something. And this is, a ti- this is an article that's entitled, or I say that's titled, uh, The 50 Best American Whiskeys. So it's titled, The 50 Best American Whiskeys and Bourbons for the 4th of July. So I thought, pretty timely, let's talk about this, The 50 Best American Whiskeys and Bourbons for the 4th of July. It says it's a detailed rundown of our favorite bourbons, rye, weeders, and Tennessee whiskeys, ideal for celebrating the USA. And so as we approach uh, July 4th weekend and the July 4th uh, coming soon this Sunday, and then maybe this will give you some ideas uh, for you to think about. This is an article by Kirk Miller. I'll be just some highlighting uh, certain various things within uh, what they have on the article. Like I said, I won't go through all 50. There's no way. So I'm going to highlight some of these. Uh, one of them is Jack Daniels, the old number seven. Get that black label, the Jack Daniels old number uh, seven. If you see that one, love the Jack Daniels. Love the I love the single barrel select. Love the Jack Daniels, fantastic. And like I said, I've talked to you about how much I love that, and uh, it just it's just smooth, very smooth, and uh, very uh, yummy, very good tasting. So I really enjoy that Jack Daniels though too. Back in the 1950s. Jack Daniels, uh, it is, he actually did, when he was on stage one time, he held up a bottle, you know, of Jack Daniels and he did call it uh, the Nectar of the Gods. And uh, boy, talk about an advertisement there on Frank Sinatra. And that's why in his honor, you know, Jack Daniels has a, you know, Jack Daniels, Frank Sinatra. I one time went in to a liquor store actually looking for that. I said, oh yeah, they have the, the special edition that Frank Sinatra, you know, Jack Daniels and uh, Frank Sinatra. And uh, they were like, nope. <laughs> so I wasn't surprised because uh, I, I live in Idaho. And uh, sometimes we're not privy to certain beverages, let's say. It's harder to probably to find in other parts of the United States. So anyway, they have Jack Daniels, uh, Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest, 1856. I've talked about Uncle Nearest a number of times. Uncle Nearest, 1856 premium whiskey. This is the whiskey too that when I was in one of the liquor stores locally in town here that I actually, a a guy came in, I talked about before, and he was looking for something to buy for his boss. And I actually recommended Woodville and uh, I recommended that. And I showed him the Uncle Nearest, 1856. And I said, "Uh, here's the ones you need. And I'd recommend these. And you know what? He bought them. He bought them both. So he was definitely spending a hundred plus dollars uh, on some um, beverages, some nice whiskey uh, for his uh, boss. So hopefully the boss enjoyed it. I never did uh, find out. Of course, I didn't know the man, 
but uh, I think that hopefully those are some pretty good solid selections and I'm, I'm hopefully I'm pretty sure that they enjoyed those selections as well. So maybe something to think about for the July 4th weekend. Maybe you're in a liquor store right now. Maybe you're on the way there listening to this podcast. Maybe you're in the store and you're thinking about what to get. Maybe you're planning for a party for this weekend. Maybe you're thinking, uh, what could we have? Maybe something that's different. Maybe you've had some of these titles. Maybe there's a title that uh, we talked to you this afternoon about that might uh, wet your whistle, uh, per se. So I, I, I look at whiskey as like going to a... Oh, I would say like um, ice cream, you know, going to an ice cream store. You just maybe, it depends on what kind of mood you're in. What are you looking for? Do you want Irish whiskey? Do you want Canadian whiskey? Do you want a bourbon? You know, what do you specifically want? Do you want an American single malt? What are you looking for? Uh, maybe you're looking for a particular family. Maybe you want some from Jim Beam. Maybe you want some from Wild Turkey. Maybe you want, you know, what do you want? Do you want something from Jack Daniels? You know, what do you want? Maybe you want something from, you know, the McAllen, you know, what? I mean, it's, it's like going to, I'd say, like a ice cream. And what flavor do you want at the time you go to the store? What are you feeling like? And you just kind of kind of base it on your mood. So Uncle Nearest 1856. And when you go to kensbar.org, I like to see a picture of his his homepage and he's got his bar. And... He's got that Uncle Nearest 1856 actually in his top shelf right next to the one I gave him, Uncle Nearest 1884, when I showed up for a tasting with him and his wife and uh, showed up there one evening. And uh, that's what I brought. That was the one I brought. And Ken, thank you again. Ken brought for me the Eagle Rare as a gift that he gave me uh, for inviting him for the podcast. So thank you, Ken, for that. And of course, he's got Eagle Rare, he's got the Basil Hayden, and he's got the Westward, there it is, the single, there it is, the Stout Cask, there it is, Westward Whiskey, there it is, that uh, American American Single Malt, and the Stout Cask, right there next to the Eagle Rare. And the Abelore, uh, Abelara, I should say, Abelara he's got there, as well, next to Four Roses Single Barrel. So he's got some nice titles in his bar, you can check it out. And uh, kensbar.org. And don't forget my friends to a Woodlab, woodlab.co. And they've actually made a bar before. And uh, so, in the, for a bar in the Treasure Valley. So, he's, they've made uh, my friends at woodlab.co. They've made one. You can check them out as well. Uh, specialized wood furniture, custom design. They've done a product, uh, they've done a project of a staircase that nobody in the world has done with beautiful eco-poxy and lit treads, I guess would be the technical term. I call them steps. Uh, the technical, uh, you know, language would be treads. But uh, beautiful, they do beautiful work, so check them out at woodlab.co and kensbar.org. And Ken writes about whiskey. So check my friends out there. And so anyway, continuing on with the article. So Uncle Nearest, definitely, I want to get into, I'll talk more about Uncle Nearest later in other podcasts, future podcasts. I want to kind of talk about history and significance and all those kind of things too. Jim Beam White Label. That's one to be thinking about. Wild Turkey 101. So the wild, wild turkey. There you go. That would be one to be thinking about. Wild turkey products, fantastic. Maybe some uh, eagle. Uh, maybe some. I'd say some uh, rare breed. That's some. That's one of my favorite ones. Is my wild turkey is rare breed. That's fantastic as well. And but this article has the wild turkey 101, uh, Booker's bourbon as well. 
uh, Barrel Bourbon. I know uh, Fred Minnick really loves the work that Barrel uh, Craft Spirits, what they do there, uh, fantastic. That they do uh, award-winning, so many awards too. And uh, Angel's Envy is on this list as well. Like I said, there's a lot. I've seen Lost Lantern before. I've read about them as definitely a, that's an American batted malt. Um, Lost Lantern, I've read about them before. And uh, so that'd be something to, to be looking at. Buffalo Trace as well. We know we've talked about the lineage of Buffalo Trace that they have, you know, it's the same mash bill. Buffalo Trace runs the same mash bill as, as Weller, as the Weller and as uh, Pappy Van Winkle. So it's the same mash bill. And so Pappy Van Winkle also on the list here as well. And then they've got Evan Williams, the black label, Evan Williams as well for Rose's bourbon. So, and they actually, ironically enough, Westward is on here, Westward. And they got a picture of the Westward American Single Malt Whiskey and on here. And the one Ken and I had was the American uh, Single Malt from the uh, Stout Cask. That's the one that we had. And so award-winning whiskey here we're talking about. And so Westward, again, out of Portland, that's one that's on the list here that we're talking about from InsideHook.com. And on the 50 Best American Whiskeys, bourbons that they have from their particular article, Westward from Portland. But let's not get that confused with uh, Westland. So you got Westland out of Seattle. So Westland is a Seattle-based distillery and they produce a nice American single malt that's on this list here as well. So Westland, uh, Seattle-based, not to be confused with Westward. So Westward out of Portland. So Westward out of Portland and uh, the Westland out of Seattle. So they're on the list here. And interestingly enough, this one, I wanna try someday, but it runs you about $80 a bottle. And I've seen it not in every liquor store in town where I live here in the Pacific Northwest and, and Boise, Idaho. And this is one that is actually aged at sea. And the barrels are in a, in a vessel and for a number of years out in sea. And we've talked about that before. And those of you that are familiar with Jefferson's Ocean of the Sea, range about probably $80 a bottle, last time I saw it. I don't see it at every liquor store, but sometimes in their specialty sections in the liquor store, uh, they'll have it there or top shelf, depending on the liquor store that you go to. And it's usually about $80 a bottle. I'd really love to try that to see what it is. This is Jefferson's Ocean, uh, aged at sea, straight bourbon whiskey and very small batch. And of course, I'm gonna sound biased here because you know, I'm a Maker's Mark ambassador, and of course I have to promote Maker's Mark, and it's on the list here as well. So that goes fantastic with the 4th of July barbecue, right? And reminds me of that afternoon, I was eating, having my Maker's Mark and my barbecue chips, because that's the only barbecue I had. And I've mentioned before that Fred Minnick, he really, 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 um, uh, thinks that Maker's Mark is, is definitely a go-to whiskey in pairing and food pairing. He said that is, uh, and I've talked about another podcast. So Fremnick definitely agrees. This is one that goes with food. And he, like you said, he even used the example of like, what was it? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was like uh, mustard. Another podcast I talked about like mustard. It went well with mayonnaise and went well with. And so, and I've read about articles, uh, numerous articles that talks about how good Maker's Mark is with food. And so hopefully this 4th of July weekend or any other time that you're having some food, some snacks, some cheese, whatever, maybe you can try Maker's Mark. 
and I've read how great it is, really. It's a great pairing of the food, and Fred Minnick also agrees uh, a thousand percent that when GearPatrol.com was saying, here is these whiskeys pairing with food, GearPatrol.com said great, Fred Minnick agreed a thousand percent, I agreed a thousand percent, but as a Maker's Mark ambassador, I'll probably agree two thousand percent. So definitely maybe try it on this 4th of July weekend. Old granddad on this particular list here, uh, W. Uh, Weller, and uh, they have others as well. But like I said, I don't have time to go through all of them, but I just want to kind of hit highlight some of the 50 best American whiskeys and bourbons for the 4th of July from InsideHook.com, an article by Kirk Miller. These are some of the particular uh, whiskeys that they had on here. And so you can hopefully uh, check them out. So didn't want to make it a very long podcast, but I appreciate uh, everybody listening that takes the time to do that. I appreciate it. I thank each and every one of you, uh, the international family and domestic family here in the United States. And I hope everybody has a great uh, weekend, safe weekend too, and uh, all that good stuff. And I appreciate, I know there's so many podcasts that you could uh, listen to. And so I appreciate you taking the time uh, with me this afternoon on a podcast because there are so many choices. And so I hope you have a a safe, uh, fun, safe weekend. Remember to drink safely, responsibly, and in moderation. And have a great weekend and cheers.